0: Wrestling Source Radio.
1: You're listening to Wrestling Source Radio on Coast FM 963, and joining me right now is one half of the Wide World of Wrestling podcast. It is Mr. Simon Tackler. Hello and welcome. Hello, it's good to be back. It is, and uh, i tell you what, we always seem to say this, but a lot... A lot happening in wrestling, uh, especially coming tomorrow. Uh, we have WWE Extreme Rules, and we're going to preview that uh, sucker of a uh, preview. Um, are you, uh, of a pay per view, I should say? I mean, just off the bat, are you looking forward to this pay per view? I mean, there's been a lot of skepticism. I mean, people not liking the product with WWE at the moment. But looking at this card, which we're about to go through, it looks pretty good.
0: On paper, it does look good. I'm always pretty optimistic about the pay-per-views because even when the week-to-week product might not be that exciting, WWE generally puts on a watchable pay-per-view. You know, as bad as it might seem sometimes, like even Stomping Grounds, that was a good example. The show was fun. I think Extreme Rules will be good, but in all honesty, I don't think I'm invested in the matches Mm. all that much. Um, And... Aside from you running through the card, I don't think I could tell you every match that's happening.
1: Well, that's why I've got it uh, written in front of me (laughs) as well, (laughs) Simon. Well, let's kick it off. The Revival, taking on the Usos.
0: Okay, this should be very good. And I think we've all waited for this match to happen uh, on a bigger stage on the right platform. This isn't on the kickoff show, is it? This is on the real show.
1: Uh, who knows what's on the kickoff show and what's on the real yeah. show I mean, they kind of change it as they go I usually think the, they usually start with the cruiserweights on the, the the kickoff show But it possibly could be
0: Yeah, that's what I'm worried about But if this is on the main show And this is the first time they're getting you know, that, that real chance to show what they can do This could be the match of the night I know there's no extreme rule attached to it But I am looking forward to this I love the Usos, the Revival are great yeah. um, This should be fun
1: What about, uh, for the millionth time, it seems, Braun Strowman taking on Bobby Lashley in a last-man-standing match?
0: I was really uninterested in this, but then a couple of weeks ago, they had that great um, street fight, you know, brawl to kick off the show, and they went through the stage. I'm looking forward to this. I'm, yeah, cautiously optimistic (laughs) about this match. I think it could be fun if they sort of keep it along the lines of what we saw a couple of weeks ago.
1: And I guess with uh, Strowman and Lashley, they're the kind of guys which you think, you know, we'll talk about Drew McIntyre a couple of weeks ago. I feel like these guys have kind of, you know, they've they've flirted with the idea of giving these guys a massive push and, you know, making them the guy and they haven't. I don't know. Uh, I hope that from this match, someone, I guess, goes on to something, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I thought Lashley, though, in saying that, the past two weeks have done more for him than the past few months. That brawl with Strowman and then last week, I know some people were critical of it, but I thought him destroying Rey Mysterio and then, you know, showing some real intensity in just that short segment, I think Lashley's looked great the past couple of weeks.
1: Now, everyone's been excited about the uh, reformation of the club uh, with uh, Gallows and... Who's the other guy's name eludes me? Anderson. Anderson, yeah. Uh, Gallows, Anderson and AJ Styles reforming the club. AJ Styles turning heel and taking on Ricochet for the United States Championship.
0: Yeah, I mean, this match should be great. But it feels like this is the first step of a, of a longer series of pay-per-view matches. Uh, so I'm going to try and not get too invested in this one. I feel like they're going to get a huge chance to steal the show at SummerSlam. So I think this is just the step for that. But it should be good.
1: It should be. And I was going to say, I think on paper, everyone would be thinking that would be the match to steal the show. But maybe this match in particular could be the one. Alistair Black taking on Cesaro. Now, we, know, we just recently found out that Cesaro was the guy who was knocking on Alistair Black's door. Uh, and you even made a, a little meme, the old jizz of my pants uh, meme. So uh, you can check that out on all the socials with the Wide World of Wrestling. Um, how do you see this going down?
0: Um... I think Alistair Black takes the win, but I think yeah, this match could steal the show. Whereas Ricochet and AJ Styles might hold back because they're you know setting up for a longer feud. I think AJ, I think Alistair Black, sorry, and Cesaro are going to go out there and try and steal the show and make Alistair Black look as great as possible because this feels like the real introduction of Alistair Black. I know he had that short tag run mm. with Ricochet but it almost feels like that didn't happen. Yeah. So I think this is going to be, you know, the the crowd's first chance to get a real taste of what Alistair Black can do, who is one of the best wrestlers in the world, for me anyway, so and you, looking yeah, forward to it. You
1: think with a guy like Cesaro, they should be able to put on a pretty good performance?
0: Yeah, Cesaro works so well with guys who are a little bit different to him. He just compliments them. So, yeah, this is going to be good.
1: All right, more tag team action. We've got Daniel Bryan and Ro, uh, Rowan. Uh, they're taking on The New Day, And Heavy Machinery.
0: Yeah, this is good. Three really sort of character-heavy tag teams. I'm surprised at how much people love Heavy Machinery. Um, I like Otis, but I don't get it. I don't get the love for him. He kind of annoys me, but I guess that's the point. I don't know.
1: Is he kind of like, you know, uh, the big drunk guy at a party?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. He's the big drunk guy uh, just wandering into the WWE and just yelling gibberish. I feel bad for Tucker, though. He gets overshadowed mm. so much.
1: And he's probably just as capable as uh, Otis is.
0: Yeah, he seems good. He seems like a good guy. seems like he's pretty talented. But, yeah, Otis just sort of um, takes all that away. But I think... I don't know. I can see Heavy Machinery taking it.
1: Because it is for the SmackDown uh, tag team titles, it is worth mentioning.
0: Hmm, exactly. And, you know, as good as Brian and Rowan are, I, I feel like, you know, giving the titles to Heavy Machinery is the way to go. And uh, the
1: match which I thought would be the kick-off show, it's uh, Drew uh, Gulak taking on now. I always uh, stumble over this. Tony, is it Nice or Nisi?
0: Nice. Nice. Tony oh. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You,
1: now, it's. I, I'm not trying to diminish the Cruiserweight division. I mean, because 205, they've been putting on the best shows probably for the past month and a bit in terms of quality matches. And it always seems weird that they start with Cruiserweight matches for the kickoff show as opposed to putting them on the main card.
0: Mm. If this is on the main card, though, if, if the crowd hasn't been following the 205 product week to week, I don't like... These guys are both very capable and great wrestlers, but they're not the guys that a casual crowd would associate with cruiserweight wrestling though Yeah, you know like Tony Nese is very athletic but Drew Gulak is a little bit more grounded so I don't know how this will go over with the live crowd but then again they're in Philadelphia so you know if any match could have a shot on the main roster with the cruiserweights this could be the month to do it
1: Now, a match I'm really looking forward to, it is Kofi Kingston taking on Samoa Joe, WWE Championship on the line there. Um, Again, we talk about guys sort of getting flirts with pushes or or whatever. Samoa Joe, definitely in that category. I don't see him uh, winning the title over Kofi, but that could be a good swerve bro if they were to do that. But uh, how do you see this playing out?
0: I hope Joe takes it. He is, you know, forever the bridesmaid, never the bride. Can he please just win a match, you know, like win yeah. a world title? Win if the big one. If time to do it, Yeah. Kobe can take that loss to Joe.
1: Yeah, know? and I mean, you know, it, it leads to a rematch at SummerSlam. It sort of just writes itself really, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, even if Joe only has the world championship for a month, I, I feel like they can tell a great story and it would mean a lot to the fans. And, you know, Joe always does great work. He's consistent. His character stuff is good. Yeah, I I think there's something to that. I think as if there's ever a time to do it. Kofi's had a great run. I think he can take a loss, you know, for a month.
1: Now, The Undertaker, Roman Reigns, taking on Shane O'Mac and Drew McIntyre. We touched on this last time we spoke. Uh, What was the name? I think you came up with a little clever name for The Undertaker and uh, Roman.
0: Oh, did I? I can't even remember (laughs) it, but I'm... I'm blinded by the WWE's new t shirt they put out. They're calling them the yard dogs.
1: That's right. I think we could said old dog and young young dog or yeah, the dogs or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the <laughs> you know, I, I think someone online suggested the Hellhounds as a better name and it is a better name, but yeah. you know, WWE does what they do. They're the yard dogs. Yeah, and no one came up with a second draft. They're like, oh yeah, yard dog, sure.
1: Makes sense. Um, yeah, you you sort of said that you see Roman and um, Undertaker winning this one. But um, me, uh, I would love to see Shane O'Mac beat them all up, uh, you know, do it all by himself and, uh, you know, then go on to win a WWE Championship.
0: Yeah, he can make <laughs> the Undertaker tap out with his, you know, Guga Plata and then uh, beat Kofi Kingston for the World title. Yeah,
1: that's, that's how I see it. And then Brock Lesnar cashes in.
0: Oh, you would not get a bigger pop in the WWE right now than if Shane McMahon was champion for a month and Brock Lesnar decided to cash in and beat the ever-loving dog shit out of poor Shane McMahon.
1: Well, I thought, you know, you have Shane and Kofi in a, a program. Shane wins just, you know, from basically cheating, getting everyone to help him. But then Brock comes in and just cashes in straight away.
0: All would be forgiven, yeah, with Brock Lesnar, with a certain segment of fans who, you know, might be bored with Brock. Yeah. I think he would be this generation's Hulk Hogan if, if he beat up Shane for the world title.
1: Absolutely, and and as fans, are they forgetting that they're not supposed to like certain decisions that are made? Like, you know, as a, a character who we're supposed to hate, are, are we becoming blinded that that's the whole point?
0: I'm uh, yeah. This is a you know another topic for another day. I think we can go in depth in it. But I am so confused when I read online from, you know, quote-unquote smart bands or, you know, like grown adults who know that this is show business and entertainment who then question, yeah, certain things like, oh, my God, I hate Shane McMahon or, oh, my God, Brock Lesnar's so lazy. He doesn't show up for work. It's like, yes, you're not meant to like him. You're meant to hate that, you
1: know? Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch uh, both putting their respective titles on the line against Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Now, how is this going to work? Because I doubt that Seth Rollins and uh, Lacey Evans are going to touch and vice versa. Um, how's this going to work? It seems like it's a bit of a schmuzzle.
0: Yeah, uh, here's my prediction. Becky Lynch makes Baron Corbin tap out to the disarm her, and that is the end of the Baron Corbin experiment for the foreseeable future.
1: Uh, Well, I disagree. I'd like to see this go all the way to SummerSlam inside a hell in a cell. What do you reckon?
0: (laughs) Baron (laughs) Corbin versus Becky Lynch, hell in a cell. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think... If anything, I, uh, I'm i going to throw a bit of a, a Lacey Evans kisses um, Seth Rollins. I mean, not that there's going to be a romantic angle that comes from it, but uh, more to distract Becky. Maybe, you know, like she tries to flirt with him or, or something like that. But.
0: Oh, okay. I could see that happening to enrage Becky yeah. and get the uh, psychological advantage. Only in pro wrestling can you forcibly kiss someone... And that's like, you know, a tactical move. Don't do that in any other walk of life.
1: I mean, I try it with my wife all the time, but she just pushes me away and gives me a slap. So, (laughs) uh, yeah,
0: but uh, absolutely... the old kiss the manager on the apron move That's what you're going
1: for <laughs> yeah. Alright, I'm, I'm looking forward to this I'm actually contemplating renewing my WWE um, uh, Network uh, Subscribership because it seems to cancel Every time i have uh, in the minus with my bank account Because this does look like a good card I think it's, it is worth uh, um, a check out If you're uh, on the fence about it Go check it out, uh, you have got to be watching at home uh, Simon? Yeah, absolutely
0: I'll be watching it live
1: Wide World of Wrestling Podcast, what do you guys got coming up this week?
0: Uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Our latest episode was potentially Loverboy, boy Lockie Hendricks' last ever interview yeah. uh, You know, on the independent scene. He's been saying that very soon. He's going off to work for Uncle Paul over in the U.S., so we were lucky enough to sit down with him for 15 minutes. Uh, check that episode out. He's one of Australia's biggest pro wrestling stars, and yeah, it's a fun episode.
1: Simon Tackler, one half of the Wide World of Wrestling podcast. I love chatting to you and breaking down wrestling. Uh, I think we're uh, onto something there with the uh, Shane McMahon WWE Championship and Brock Lesnar cash in. We should dissect that next, uh, next week if we have time, but um, always a pleasure to have a chat to you, mate.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Chat to you next time. Wrestling
1: Source Radio.